Hello, welcome to the Wasting Time Podcast. We are episode... Who knows? I don't know. No fucking idea. A few. Yeah. How's it going, mate? Seven. You alright? Yeah, it's going fine. It's going fine. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Not long since, I, since I've seen you, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just up staying with this guy what was it just over two just over two weeks ago not not too long yeah nice nice little trip up to the northeast to stay with you and your wife um thanks again for that man i had the best time yeah it was amazing good to see you and good to see some other friends as well absolutely yeah yeah so we went to um see the lovebreakers for the first time ever after you know being heavily invested in them over the last year and yeah see chris managing them now so we saw those guys for the first time who were supporting an old friend of ours our old drummer rob who plays in the band elvana so he very kindly um gives us lots of hospitality and kind of yeah. looked after us for the night and yeah we got to see both elvana and love breakers do their thing which was which was really cool Oh, it was quality. I had the best time, yeah. What did you think of Love Breakers? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I would have liked to have seen them. Obviously, you've seen them this weekend as well in, in Birmingham. Yeah, and yeah I'll come show. to that in a minute. Um, so I would have liked to have, you know, loved to have seen them in a little small kind of packed out venue. Obviously, they were supporting Elvana. So there was people coming through the door as, as yeah. kind of uh, as they were on. So, but yeah, they were solid. Really, really enjoyed them. And, um, yeah, love family went man. Down well, I thought. Yeah, horizons. I thought it sounded great live. A couple of their new songs sounded great live. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, good to meet them in person properly and see them. Yeah. No, absolutely. It was it was a great weekend. And then, as you just uh, mentioned there, I also saw them this weekend. Just gone. We were able to put on the album launch in their hometown, uh, Birmingham. And uh, it was packed out show, and they just they killed it, man. They were just everyone was loving them. Live set was great. I was just like, yeah, come on, we're onto a good thing, surely here. Yeah. Have they got like obviously it was sold out? They got like a big kind of just general fan following in Birmingham as well as kind of you know family and friends. Yeah, and you know their kind of crews and people from yeah, the music scene. Yeah, I think I mean to be honest, it was like because it's still early days of the band a lot of it was like people who know them and stuff but I think I think there were some people who knew who'd heard about it through word of mouth or whatever you know it, it felt like you're at a real gig in front of strangers yeah. if that makes sense you know nice cool what's next for them in terms of gigs they got much lined up they yeah well, they're coming down this way to London they're opening actually for a former uh, guest of ours they're opening for Cali Massey um, oh, alright Yep. First weekend of December. Nice. Where's um, that? Uh, New Cross Inn. Oh I've yeah. Played many times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're playing Sonic Wave, which is a festival in Birmingham, the weekend after that. And then after that, in January, it's time to start working on the new record. And that's kind of those are the big things happening with those guys over the next few weeks. Nice. As a manager, you've clearly got a good, um, you know, I was just testing you, really. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm supposed to know see, this. See stuff, much, really. See much of a wrap you had of that schedule, you know? <laughs> no, good, good, good stuff. Looking forward to seeing 
kind of what they can do now they can get back on like back into shows and get themselves out definitely, there a little bit definitely and obviously Alvana we got to see them not your first time but it was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely not my first um, yeah an experience always, yeah well it's always lovely to see them doing what, what they do you know like I think it's no secret it's not my thing it's not your thing like this is something I I say to their faces many times but I love how big they're getting. I love how much other people love them. And I just want them to be the biggest band in the world. <laughs> and they're continuing to get bigger and bigger. And that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was great to see. Kind of, I hadn't seen Rob since Showstag do. And I hadn't seen yeah. Dan, Danny, his brother, for years. And yeah. Paul uh, and, who's also and those band, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. So just great to see them. Like, slightly envious, I will, I will admit. But, um, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really good to see him do his thing and see them doing well. And, yeah um, in fact let's um i mean we've mentioned them many times before but let's do a proper plug for them so for our listeners if you like the idea of a nirvana cover band fronted by like a las vegas style elvis basically um and they do that in they do it very well like they know what they're doing if you like the sound of that look out for their tour dates i know most of our listeners are in the states and they have toured the states before i don't know next time they'll be out there but for our uk listeners european listeners there's lots of dates happening so if you like the sound of that and you haven't heard of them already google elvana and uh yeah check them out here you go rob you can't rob can't complain that we uh we bad talk him now (laughs) no yeah yeah (laughs) Nice one. Anything else, kind of, you got lined up gig-wise? Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> this is a bit far in the future. I just booked a Mayday Parade ticket, which is like June next year. So, okay. Uh, yeah. We might have um, a booking for those guys on the podcast as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, inter- you know, all being well, an interview with Derek, the singer, very soon, which is which actually leads me to um, the uh, out of new music that I've listened to. That's probably been on rotation the most because at time of recording they put an album out last friday um which i really really like um yeah yeah what about you what about you any any gigs coming up um not really well i've got one tomorrow night which is yeah why i'm tied up and can't speak to you you guys yeah um, yeah yeah but yeah not of this genre i'm going to see um it's called abstract abstract orchestra so um all right okay it's abstract orchestra um kind of do doing mf doom cut back catalog which is like a hip-hop artist that, that died last last year actually um right, quite okay. young he was in his 40s i think um but a bit of a kind of legend of the game really um, right uh, so yeah, it's kind of an or- orchestral, it's like a 16 piece orchestra who kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm struggling for what, what you'd call it. Not reenact, but they like recompose. What's the word? What's the word? Come on, help me out. Reconfigure? Yeah. No. Restructure? No. Recreate? Yeah, let's go with recreate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they're basically re- recreating the music of MF Doom with a sixteen-piece orchestra. So it should be cool. It should be good. Um, but no, no, nothing really lined up. Obviously, we got holiday season coming soon. So I think yeah, it must be harder for like for artists like going on tour in kind of December. You know, you would think kind of people kind of 
slowing down a little bit, you know, saving their money, getting ready for parties, Christmas parties and things like that. So gig maybe, wise it must but be. Maybe maybe there's more of an appetite for it this December though, given maybe. that we couldn't do it last December. Um but on that note, lots of uh lots of Christmas Christmas <laughs> music kicking around, releases kicking around now. Seen newfound yeah. Gloria bringing out a whole album. Yeah. Christmas well, that was, album. Yeah, we well that was if you remember when we had Cyrus from the Fan Glory on the podcast at the start of the year because they 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 did the the um the Christmas special which was like performances and little skits and stuff but they had all these new songs and reworkings of their old ones and I said are you going to actually release that as a record and I assumed they would in December and that's exactly what we've got coming in a couple of weeks but they've released a couple of songs off that upcoming yeah holiday holidays here or something is one that one of them uh, no, it's called. Well, the, I think the album's called December's Here. Yeah, uh, which is a song they released last year. But they they put out two songs recently that are from this. I've definitely holiday seen records. One. Holiday the, holiday records. There you go. Yeah, that that was one of my favourite ones when I watched it last year. Very very catchy chorus. Nice, cool. I'd heard um, Dave House's version of We Wish uh, Not Wish You a Merry Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Okay. Earlier, so that was. All right. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see a couple more releases cocking up, MX, knocking about. MXP, yeah, MXPX got a new holiday song on Friday. Oh, have they? It's all hap- Yeah, it's all happening, mate. Talking of M- MXPX, I, I did enjoy their recent live album. Oh yeah, they dropped a surprise live album. It was yeah, loved it, man. It was, it was quite different to the um, was it uh, left uh, left, coast left coast live? live yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite kind of quite well produced I thought and this one's a bit more kind of raw live get like loads of the crowd crowd in on yeah. it which is cool and I liked how um, they did a bit from before everything after as well which they don't yeah you don't usually exactly say as much. exactly my thoughts that album gets overlooked a bit because I remember you and me loved that album at the time and I still if I ever put it on I, I think it's really underrated so it was good to hear some deeper cuts from that album that you don't hear as much you know yeah yeah, enjoyed it. So I'll probably get a, that was cool. get a few more spins. Anything else from you? Yeah, a couple, just a couple more, and then we'll go into the interview. There was there's a band from Brighton who I've who I've seen before. They played with Not Katie's and Gary's band a while ago, and they so they've been around a few years. What they called? Uh, they called All Better, and they put out a song called The Laughing Stock of Me. Um, so I recommend that for you and our listeners to check out. That's that I thought that was really cool. And um, oh yeah, the other one was uh, what did you think? Did you listen to um, the Avril Lavigne, Feldman, and Travis Barker produced song? And if you did, what did you think of that? I did not, and I oh, probably I've... won't. Is it on it's... your? Is it in your favourite list? Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I was. I thought it'd be better than it was. It's fine, but it's. I thought if they were all over it, it would be a solid little pop punk song, but mm, it's okay. It's okay. No, no. No, yeah, my recommendation to our listeners this week would be uh, Mayday Parade's new album. I mean, if you like Mayday Parade, because if you don't like Mayday Parade, then don't bother, because it's very much what you'd expect from that band. 
Cool. Well, I guess, I mean, it's worth us maybe touching on um, who we're chatting to, to today in this episode. Um, oh, yeah. We should probably mention that. Obviously, Good we've got uh, this episode is um, Tyler from uh, the Youth Fountain. Um, since we've recorded the episode, he has since gone on to release his latest record. That's right. Um, which, remind me what it's called, Chris. Oh, God, what is it called? Keepsakes or something. What? Yeah, was it the fuck? Which is called Keepsakes and Reminders. Reminders, that's it. Yeah, we recorded this episode the night before he released it, actually. So a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But, yeah, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think it's really cool. So it's funny. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, like an album often will remind you of when you were first listening to it, first getting into it. It's going to remind me of my trip up to see you because we recorded the episode. The oh, album nice. comes out next day. That's when I got the train up and I was just listening to it on repeat. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. I think, it, you know, some of those songs needed a bit more time to land with me, but um, they, I'm, I'm liking it the more I listen to it. But um, yeah, I think overall it's really good. I think it's got yeah, some, I think some it's good re- lyrics, some good choruses. Yeah, what do you think, man? It's really well produced, I think, as well. From And obviously yeah. we talk about in the episode about, you know, how he's a bit of a one-man band and um, from a production and writing perspective. So... Um, the output, I think, is pretty pretty solid, and it's you know got that big yeah. big anthemic sound. And I guess we talk talk to him a little bit about how it's produced and how he goes yeah. about its process. So, I, I guess with without further ado, we should just maybe get in the interview. Yeah, let's get into it, and uh, listeners, we'll see you next. I know it's apologies we've been away for a while, but we've got got a couple lined up, so we'll see you sooner. So, what's up, man? Thanks thanks so much for joining us. And you were just saying before you were you. you you're coming from Vancouver right now, out yeah, on the yeah. west so, coast of Canada. West coast of Canada, right in the corner of Canada. Um, it's uh, so I've heard it's very similar to the weather in um, in the UK. So right. I, I, it's it's super cold over here right now too, and it's it's, it's yeah. looking like fall. So yeah, yeah. I feel like you get a little more snow than us. I've been to Vancouver before. It's a beautiful city. Oh yeah, dude, I, I love it here. I um. As a kid, I, I always was like, oh, I bet the rest of the world is so much nicer. And then I went around the States, the rest of Canada, and I was like, oh, Vancouver's pretty nice, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's a pretty nice little spot. So, yeah. so, so you're born and so raised. Yeah. Sorry, I think Nick's going to ask the same question as me. Yeah. That's I'll let you one. ask yeah. it, Nick. Go on. Yeah, it was just, yeah, born and raised in Vancouver then. I, yeah. What was, yeah. What was kind of upbringing like in, in Vancouver then, Nick? What was yeah? What was what was going on when you were growing yeah. up? Yeah, kind of the music stuff you were getting into. Oh boy, the music over here—it's it, not much of a scene, that's for sure. The the scene here is pretty. Uh, it's not much for pop punk, that's for sure, and like okay. emo. It's it's uh. It, <laughs> yeah, like it was it was bad. So I mean, whenever like shows would happen, bands would always skip over. Vancouver, I think like no bands would ever really want to come through the Rocky Mountains and yeah. go up through the border if they're in Seattle because Seattle's just down below us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of sucked in that way. But I mean, in terms of like weather and like you know, uh, and just things to do in Vancouver, like it's it's a nice city and um, it's definitely a lot like warmer warmer per se than the rest of Canada because like right now you go anywhere east it's just like snow and it's just bad so right now there's no snow yet here right so it's it's nice in that sense and then 
it's a super expensive city as well, so it kind of sucks. So the rent, yeah. rent and everything is right. so much fucking. I, rem- I noticed that when I was there. I remember thinking that. I mean, yeah, it's brutal. It's fucking brutal. But yeah, growing up here, it's 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 been good. I think I think the for for the rest of Canada. I mean, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I, I'm I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> So what I mean, yeah. well, what was your what was your kind of early? Um, I mean, you say there wasn't much going in, going on in terms of a scene, but how, I mean, no. how what was your what was your journey like in terms of getting into to music and um, totally. yeah, growing up kind of around music? What were you kind of listening to early? Uh, you know, yeah, um, I like I like an early age. Um, my older brothers they were super into punk music and pop punk, so I kind of was influenced heavily through them just because that's what they were listening to. So yeah. I would just be kind of I would get like the you know like just always I would hear them always playing that shit. So okay, what, I what, was automatically what, into that. What kind of bands was this? What what era are we talking? Oh man, early two thousands, like one eighty two, some forty one. <laughs> that was that was definitely like like I was like oh shit these are the bands that I love, you know? Yeah. So I was influenced by that. And um, getting into playing music, again, my my older brother played guitar, and um, I, I was just like, oh, my older brothers are cool. I want to be like them. So I also picked up a guitar, and uh, we uh, we played together, and like I started a band actually with him at, at like 13, and okay. <laughs> just, kinda, just kind of always had a love for music. And... Um, essentially after that trying to have a band i would like you know play high school shows and try to network with like other like musicians and and talk to them and see what they do to try to get into some sort of a scene and then yeah from there i would play like local like fire halls and churches and shit and then you know i met more people and i got older and kept trying to work on my stuff and <laughs> from there I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of met more people, and then after that, when I got older, I met Cody Moraro, and we kind of collaborated together, and yeah. we for like I had the project bedroom talk beforehand, and then after with meeting Cody, we collaborated a bit, and then uh, he kind of de- definitely helped like push the band into like a to get it heard because i i was really I've, I've never been really good at like marketing and promoting and knowing how to get music out there and shit yeah, yeah. so that 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 was definitely a turning point for me is like meeting people that that have more experience and could help you know push the music that i make to to be heard more because i don't know i was still like young when i when i met him and even before when i started writing for for bedroom talk and youth fountain i started like around like 19 18 so you know it's just kind of been an ongoing procedure of just like <laughs> maturing and trying to improve my writing and improving what the hell i'm doing with with making sure. music you know? yeah, yeah did um so did bedroom talk did it like what kind of attention did it get did you like did you tour with that project much like what no okay okay not at all it was just like i i i was like 18 19 i uh thought the name bedroom talk was cool because uh starting line had a song called bedroom (laughs) talk yeah Yeah. good good track good track oh yeah so i was just like you know what i don't know i'll just name a project after this and um i just kind of 
wrote some emo pop punk songs on my yeah. acoustic guitar and just recorded it pretty, you know, <laughs> pretty shittily on like YouTube and SoundCloud and and uh, that was that. And like I don't know, I I knew I wanted to do something with a good chunk of the songs. And then again, I I met more people and I met a dude named Patrick uh, Fruja and he helped me learn how to like record and and um like actually like make songs sound better <laughs> so um then i've recorded like full band versions of my songs because mm-hmm. um i grew up playing bass guitar and also drums so i've been able to kind of do the jack of all trades thing there and just kind of <laughs> write my own shit like that so uh yeah there was never no 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 touring with that project at all okay. it was just kind of like a musical outlet writing whatever i kind of want to write because i felt like writing something <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say so did you merge in a kind of youth fountain as a i guess as a, turning it into a band really is that what what youth fountain yeah. became or yeah it, it, for, for me it was just like it started off as a musical outlet and i just kind of wrote songs because i was going through some pretty dark shit and um after that when when meeting cody he kind of helped me kind of transform it into like a business and try to make it into something that, um, you know, wasn't just like heard by a couple people, you know? And, um, when we were like, when I finished recording the first album, letters to our former selves, yeah. um, we were shopping it around to labels and stuff. And, um, pretty much when the name you found had to come around, it was uh, Pure Noise, essentially. We're sure. like, you guys should change the band name. And uh, it, that that's kind of why we had to change the band name. It was originally just Bedroom Talk. But um, yeah, yeah the, the, lab, the label thought it was a better idea to kind of rebrand as like a whole new thing. Since at the end of the day, no one really knew who the hell we were. And it was okay. like not really okay. that big of a deal. Did, so, um, yeah. Did you like approach Pure Noise? Like, uh, what's the guy called? Is it is it Jake at Pure Noise? I, I uh, J- yeah, Jake Round. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you kind of get in touch with him just cold, or was it kind of? Did you like? Yeah. Was it like through a contact that knew him or whatever? Or it was. You, you know how it is. Like sometimes yeah. when you just contacting oh, yeah. record labels with unsolicited stuff and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone. You can be so so many bands. They probably get so much shit and oh, they can't absolutely. listen to it all. But um. Essentially, it was our manager. Um, pretty much, we had an email from a from management company, and they wanted to, you know, help us out and manage us. And okay. we were just like, "Cool!" Like, if you guys can help us get us like signed by someone, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" And um, they kind of had connections, and they shopped it to Jake, and Jake really liked the the songs, and he was like, "Hell yeah!" And he and he picked us up from there. So it was also just like. It feels like luck of the draw for me, you know? Like, yeah. it was just crazy that I was able to have that opportunity, and I'm fucking super grateful and thankful every day that that, that something like that could happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, they just have so many big names and get oh, a lot of totally, things right, man. so it must have felt a dream. Does, was, had you already recorded um, Letters to Our Former Selves, or was that, like, the first thing, or did they kind of... Did you come on board with them, and did they kind of make that happen? No, it was um I just recorded that album all by myself. Oh wow, okay. On my, on my laptop. <laughs> so like I just kind of tracked it like that. Yeah. And um yeah, I already had this like I already had it all written. I had um Cody's vocals on there too and mm-hmm. everything was already solidified and that's when we that's what we were shopping around. We were just like let's see if anyone would pick us up and 
yeah <laughs> so so with that album there was like no budget at all man like it was yeah. just kind of like fucking bare bones raw i just <laughs> just kind of is what it is so that was cool I'm, I'm happy with that it was definitely definitely a really cool cool thing to happen that we didn't have to put in any like you know tens of thousands of dollars for a sure. record you know sure. yeah 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 no that's so pure, pure noise do, do much with it then or is it literally like just needed a bit of polishing and it was good good to go and release from, they, from there. They didn't side. do anything to it, no. Right, like okay. it was just it good to go. It's, let's, as, let's, let's... it's as you hear it now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right. I suppose that's I mean, it's a great, it's to a great them, record. I mean it's yeah. a great record, right? Yeah, Chris, I mean Chris got me onto you guys and um yeah, Chris, yeah. how did you hear about how did you hear of you? How did I how did I hear just hear of hear of yeah, Tyler? Yeah. Um I don't know, just like reddit like i guess you know i feel like i've known the name because i had i listened to um was it two years ago that the 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 the, yeah 2019 yeah yeah i i definitely listened to that at the time i can't i must have read about on reddit or whatever because like i've mentioned to a couple of people who i would have thought might have turned me onto it oh i've got uh tyler from you fountain coming on the show and like they didn't. They didn't know you found you fountain. So I was like, oh, I must have got it on Reddit or something. <laughs> <I guess." laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of growing for the band. I'm I'm hoping that the next record helps. You know, like kind of escalate and catapult us a little bit. Oh, I can uh, see that happening. Speak, yeah. Speaking of Reddit, people seem to fucking love you on that. In that in that pop punk <laughs> in the pop punk subreddit, there's I mean, always stuff. Yeah. You, I'm I'm involved in there too, and, I, and right. I chime in for sure. And like I don't know, it's a cool community. It's 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 super sweet to see that like everyone in there is so enthusiastic about just pop punk in general. And uh, yeah, for <laughs> they're sure. all like fucking. That's the place to go, I think, for like the hardcore pop punk fans. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm in like a lot of Facebook groups too about pop punk and emo yeah. and all the subgenres and shit. And still, Reddit is like. I think Reddit's the most like pure, like everyone's honest and everything is like, I don't know, everything's just like clean. It's just like it's a good, it's a good subreddit for sure. I yeah, think yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a good community, and uh, I hope it stays that way. <laughs> That'd be good. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's sweet. <laughs> I think Chris, you got too much time on your hands with all these these forums you're involved in. I could never keep, could never keep up. <laughs> Well, I mean, where was your, uh, I guess, where was the, the kind of pure noise getting on board in, in relation to kind of the pandemic and like, uh, and, oh yeah. well, I, I guess like, obviously there wasn't the opportunity for you to go and really tour. So kind of keen to, keen to kind of understand how kind of labels uh, were navigating through that period, especially with new, new, new artists yeah. coming on board, you know? It was tough, dude. It was a weird time. Cause, um. Essentially, started twenty twenty. Um, uh, the co-vocalist who was in the band before Cody, he joined the band Real Friends. So okay, that yeah, was kind yeah, of like a, I didn't really know what I was at that point. It was like I, I kind of was like we were kind of already kind of like going different ways in terms of like what I wanted to do, what he wanted to do. So like it's all chill. And I didn't really know what to, how to take the next step and be like, I wonder, okay, so how should I navigate things, you know? So then the pandemic hit, and I was like, well, fuck, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. Um, it was, it was, I think for 
for rebranding and like knowing figuring out what to do next it was <laughs> the pandemic couldn't have hit at a better time for me okay. <laughs> you know because okay. yeah. like for the band in case because everything was just put on hold nothing was going on you know so it wasn't like i felt like i was missing out on tours or opportunities or anything because like we we you know with the band i could have been received like being like oh you guys should tour with you know fucking so and so and i ha- would have had to say no because i had to figure things out yeah but um for 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 over the pandemic a label was just kind of also on hold the whole music scene was just kind of like no one's really doing anything right now and you you figure out what you need to do <laughs> like so it wasn't until like i think like summer when i kind of figure things out and i was like okay i want to put out an acoustic ep and are you guys you know with the situation the band are you guys willing to budget for a softball release and they were like yep like let's do it so like they were chill with that and they funded for the next album and uh yeah like <laughs> that 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 was the main thing um was funding to make this album possible because i think it sounds a lot better it was recorded by an actual engineer and not just me doing everything it has real drums on it it um was record my vocals were recorded you know properly uh engineered guitars and it's just like a lot more polished sounding youth fountain so that couldn't have been possible without the help of uh, without the help of pure noise so okay that was which, that was a big step <laughs> which engineer did you do it with anyone we might know? uh yeah, his name's Tim Creviston. He's worked on Comeback Kids and like Spirit Box. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's he's a really really good dude. He's a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, and he, he's just he was a huge help to make the to make the records like what it is right now, and um, I'm super happy with it. So yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously this record. Well, at the time of recording this is out tomorrow, but when this is out yeah the record is out now basically. oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely exactly so if, yeah, if, um, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard it yet you can go and listen to it now <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta plug it gotta go yeah, plug yeah. that record <laughs> so obviously you kind of had you've had a few years of just being able to really kind of build your material and you've got pure pure noise behind you as well totally um in, in terms of like the live stuff, I mean, how much had you done, and I guess how much, how much attention, are you, you know, you're going to shift to that now? Oh yeah. Now the doors doors are open again, really. And and I guess uh, like from a band perspective, you said Corey's moved on, but have you got like a, a set of guys that you know? Yeah. You know, talk about doing the recording all yourself and. Totally. Uh, yeah. Sorry, there's a few yeah. questions. There's a few loaded questions yeah. there. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um. Yeah, for for live, what we did before was um, I, I have hired a bass player and like a hired drummer, and um, essentially, you know, I just pay them to do tours and shows, and they're good friends as well, and they're yeah. they're always on board and happy to help the project because because they they like the project, so that also helps. <laughs> it'd be it'd be a it'd be a gong show if like you know hiring some people that absolutely hate <laughs> the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. Yeah, it, we we played with uh, Seaway across Canada before the pandemic. We mm-hmm. did we did a tour with Can't Swim, Free Throw, um, and then before that we did a tour with um, We Were Sharks and Abandoned by Bears, and that was like all through Canada and then all down to the states. And um, 
Yeah, that was that was that was in 2018. Was our first like tour with Abandoned by Bears and okay. We Were Sharks, and that yep. was like a fucking two month long tour. And then I think after that it was start of 2019. Then we did yeah the Can't Swim. Then after that summer free throw, and Seaway. So now you know 2020 no tours, and now it's 2021. Things are slowly slowly kind of starting back up. And I think in the new year, obviously, um, Corey Wells. February. I don't know when this is going to be out, but I'm sure it'll be out before February. So yeah, it certainly should yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all through uh, the UK and Germany. So I'm fucking, I'm amped for that because I've I've never been out that way. So it's going to be a crazy experience, and uh, yeah, I I don't know what to expect, but uh, I'll still have fun regardless. Just like seeing new cities and. Yeah. And, do you uh, how many how how many dates you got in the UK? Do you know? It's all through February, so I I would assume I think there's like twenty or twenty five or no there, there can't be I think there's only twenty eight twenty eight okay. days in February. Is yeah. it is Something it like that? Has it been published and posted all the yeah, dates? Yeah, it has. I'm oh, just yeah. look, I'm just looking it up again. Yeah, let's I'm uh, where let's have a look. See where you're going. We'll we'll tell you where the good where the good spots will be on you. Yeah, please do. I mean, I think the only place around the UK I'm going is is uh is London. I'm playing in and um. I think I'm going up to Scotland and Glasgow, so that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be cool. <laughs> <laughs> you say it looks like you're going Manchester as well by the look of this. Oh yeah, Manchester, cool. oh Bournemouth as well. Oh, you've got yeah, you've got a couple of dates in the UK here and there, but but you're right, it's mainly kind of mainland. It's Europe mainly Germany, doing it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Germany, Hungary, Switzerland, Czech Republic, Denmark. Yeah, you're hitting a few there around. Um, yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, what a um, way to experience Europe for the first time. <laughs> I know, and like I don't know, I, even you know, uh, growing up, I was like maybe I should just backpack around there. I just want to fucking go. And then um, I think it was actually yeah the start of this year that Corey Wells hit us up and was like, let's let's do this. And I was like, man, this cool. is a crazy opportunity. I hope it'll actually happen because fucking COVID. Who the yeah. hell knows? I'm still like hesitant. I'm like, is this really happening? <laughs> but I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's gonna happen. Hopefully, yeah. So, so have you have you got a booking agent? Then I mean, what's uh, I guess what's the uh, what's I mean, what are you getting back from booking agents at the moment in terms of their ability to get shows and stuff? Is there like yeah. backlog backlogs everywhere of like loads a of bands bit. trying to get in venues, like you know, yeah, back out. Um, it's funny because a lot of the tours that are happening right now, like in the States and probably even in the UK and everywhere around Europe are, are shows and concerts that were supposed to happen in 2020, you know? Yeah, so yeah, there is like that backlog. So, um, that for, for what booking agents can try to get right now is definitely all through 2022 and possibly 2023. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It, it, there's a lot going on, and the music industry is trying to catch up with with even just missing a year. It's fucked. Like it, it's uh, it's yeah. a gong show for sure. But um, we're we're trying to get on some U.S. tours, and um, hopefully, hopefully all through Canada too, and maybe I'll be back in the U.K. again with a full band because I'm just doing acoustic. Oh all, right, with, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. it's just acoustic with me and um, another session player. But okay. um, I'm I'm fucking stoked still because yeah. Corey Wells is also acoustic as well, so okay. it, it it'll be cohesive. It'll 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 kind of match like that. I feel like it'd be kind of weird too if like I was full band and then Corey Wells right. the headliner yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's just kind of the, the book. Our booking agents is uh under Sequel Music, and um, 
they they have people like the story so far and um a lot of the pure noise bands i can't name mm-hmm. them off the top of my head but right. they're a good they're a good uh they're a good agency and uh, uh some good opportunities potentially yeah oh yeah they're definitely doing all that they can to to help us out and uh help push the next record with the, with the tour for sure and we we got some stuff planned for 2022 but um just waiting for it all to solidify okay, that's kind of yeah so so basically is that this european trip is that like the next live stuff you'll be doing aside from i know you you've got the 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 live stream monarch oh thing yeah today tonight. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, t- yeah tonight i guess yeah yeah well yeah when we're when we're recording this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah i don't know when this will be out it'll probably be expired or something by then but oh yeah that's yeah. true yeah but that, hopefully do, people can see clips of it by then yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure maybe it'll be like fucking uploaded on youtube by somebody who knows but yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you're using uh veeps i see old yeah. uh, joel madden's platform you yeah, found of his yeah. i don't even know who that is joe 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 madden it's good charlotte singer <laughs> oh good charlotte singer okay yeah. well i know good charlotte yeah. i i never paid attention to the actual band okay. i feel like, yeah but um yeah good, good charlotte rips one of my favorite bands <laughs> i never knew that that any other name <laughs> um yeah, but technically you're using their platform <laughs> oh that's tonight, funny which is cool yeah yeah that is cool yeah huh. oh man so basically i could say i shared the same stage as good charlotte yeah, <laughs> or you could say they put you could say they put you on oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> this band could not have been possible without good charlotte <laughs> yeah um it's just uh yeah covid's a weird time trying to play shows through like live streaming and shit so many bands have been doing that but honestly it's been kind of cool like it's a good way to to fund the band if people people still come out and want to chat and like the live chat and yeah i don't know it's sweet yeah and i guess people are still needed those vices like everyone else has been indoors so We've all had to exactly. try, you know, try and f- fucking find something to do, you know. And I've done a couple no, of them sure. as well. Like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, is there any kind of like, out, out, you know, now the tours are back on and shows are back on. Is there any kind of dream tour that you like, if you could do anything, like with any band, oh, yeah. kind of? Man, there's I've I've a I have so many lineups. Yeah, been like top lineups to to play with, but um. I think my I think my dream lineup would be story so far, like senses fail the starting line. <laughs> that would be fucking that'd be sick. Uh, and then uh, I and then us open that would be my dream. I'd, I'd say off the top of my head. Senses <laughs> fail senses fail doing stuff again now, aren't they? They too. Oh yeah, as well, they've, they've, yeah, yeah. They've really kicked back off again, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... they definitely. Like I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but I did really like. I guess it must still be their most recent album. You know the one they came back with in tw- at the start of 2018. Oh, oh yeah, that was uh, yeah. if there's had a light, some, it'll find you. Yeah, I had some proper pop punk jams on that one. Oh yeah, like uh, the st- stay what you are. Like that's, oh, yeah. that. I still I've got that on one of my regular playlists. Still, I love that. Yeah, song. yeah, that was the, their ode to saves the day. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm. I've been a huge fan of them since I. Since I was like twelve, <laughs> I've been like following them. They've been like my um, definitely Buddy Nielsen's like my uh, definitely one of the people that I looked up to musically, and um, 
Along with, uh, funny enough, I really like Less Than Jake, too. <laughs> They're like a oh, ska yeah, punk okay. band. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's funny. I like a lot of emo music, and then I randomly like a ska punk band. So it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Less Than Jake, though, man. Like everyone They're just who's legends in of the game, scene, like, they? No matter what yeah. you're primarily into, everyone's got a bit of time for Less Than Jake. Oh, definitely. <laughs> they're, they're just like, they're fucking old legends now. Yeah. Still, still, still going at it. <laughs> yeah, what with- they do. We've we've been we've supposed to have uh, Roger the ba- the bassist singer on on the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, we haven't like talked to his publicist and like we've almost had a day and then it's been moved back or whatever. But when we eventually do it, I'm just like, man, where do I start with the, you know? Because they've oh, been around God. for so long. Where do you start? Dude, like if you're chatting to him for like an hour, what do you talk about? It's like about, you won't you know? get anything. You probably yeah. like barely get like the tip of the iceberg of shit from someone yeah, who's yeah. been on. Whereas, like, person like me, I've probably already covered everything, like, <laughs> already, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, someone like that, it's fucking wild. I hope he, I hope he comes on, though. I'm, oh, I'm thanks, sure it'll man. happen. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely <laughs> be a fun one. Um, yeah, but actually, speaking of, like, influencers and things like that, I was, I was looking at your youtube page and some of like just oh, yeah. acoustic covers that you upload and like some really cool ones and like i love oh, yeah. like how random some of because i saw like you had a billy bragg song on there oh dude i fucking love billy bragg and, oh, like, amazing. Um, dude it's funny because i got into him through like influences i remember like being a fucking kid and be like what influences like less than jake really like and then uh, yeah. i think they like billy bragg and i I looked him up and I was just like, this is like an old British dude, yeah. <laughs> but I fucking love, I loved his shit. His yeah, you did like, um, Since Swithin's, like, which was, oh, yeah. uh, I love it. That's a deep dude, cut, that song man. Is, <laughs> dude, that song is fucking emotional as hell. I remember, yeah. I think I was like 18 or 17, I went to a record store and I saw they had a Billy Bragg um, a vinyl and I picked it up and I never heard that song before and I played it on my record player and I was just like, I like almost cried. I was like, "Holy shit, this is a this is a deep fucking song." And yeah, and then I remember I was just like, "I'm gonna try to cover this." And it's funny on my YouTube page, I kind of have like a it's like a little catalog of of of, of my uh, my adolescence going right. up to what yeah. I am now. So yeah. it's kind of funny like that. But yeah, Billy Billy Bragg is definitely uh, it, uh, somewhat of an inspiration as well. Definitely. <laughs> he loves yeah. he loves a log love song as much as he loves a political song. But that's oh for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a political guy for sure. But as I'm, I think I like his love songs more. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, when you see him live over here, he tends to keep his political stuff between his songs and then sing all his, yeah. his hits and his yeah. love songs. So. Yeah, I Damn. mean, we're we're both we're both fans. We've both seen him a few times. It's always it, yeah. even, like whether you see him like. I guess it's you know like yourself like sometimes you see him acoustic sometimes you see him full band full band yeah it's always it's always fun and yeah man yeah. that guy's a legend that guy's a fucking I he's and he's still fucking ripping he's he's he, he's going <laughs> he's on awesome. tour at the moment yeah yeah he's touring over here at the moment that's sick I'd love to see him I I still haven't and I'd, I'd love to see him one day and I ho- I hope I get to it'd be that'd be rad cool I mean anything else that's on your radar at the moment Any, anything new that you, you... You're into listening um, to. Listen to um, man. I always have to go through my uh, my phone to see recently my most played. recently played. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, off, the top, yeah. off, off the top of my head, I know nothing. Nowhere, uh, they're definitely been a been an artist that I've been following for a little while, and um, I, I've I, I love his stuff. Nothing mm-hmm. nowhere is super sick. 
Um, I really like the was, most recent single. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Pieces yeah. of You. Yeah, yeah. Like Dude. it was just a bit more, you know, straight up pop punk. But I was Dude, like, yeah, yeah. No, straight up. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's very. Um, <laughs> but first when I heard it, I didn't know if I liked it or not. Honestly, I was a little bit like, this just sounds like uh, teenage dirtbag. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But then I, I kept listening to it, and I was like, you know what? No, this this sounds like its own thing. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Heart Attack Man's new single, Pitch Black. I'm sure they have other. I don't know if they released any other singles, but that single fucking rips. Oh. You haven't spent much time with them. I've only listened to previous stuff a little bit, but they're the uh, single was good, is it? Dude, so good. They released it on the same day when you found released our first single for the for oh, keepsakes okay. and reminders. Yeah. And oh my god, dude. That's that's a fucking ripper for sure. <laughs> it's good. Um Alkaline Trio. I listen, I've been listening to a lot of them, especially their most recent record is this thing cursed. For some reason, I never checked it out in 2018, and I just checked it out this year, and it's been like probably my most played record this whole year. So, Alkaline Trio, uh, New Free Throw, they put out a record, piecing it together. I've been yep. listening to that. Um, other than that, I'd say that that's been on my my radar for like stuff I've been spinning the most. That's okay. for sure. Yeah. How about you guys? What are, what are you guys been listening to? I'm always down to listen to some new music. Well, there's this band called The Use Fountain. Quite like them. Yeah, I told Nick about them recently. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm banging into a, a, a band called The Last Gang at the moment. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, no, I kind haven't. Of, uh, they were an LA Rec. band. Yeah, Fat Record just released. Fat Records bands. Sick. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty new. Kind of got a female vocalist. Kind of got a bit of a... Sweet interrupters kind of distillersy kind of um vibe going cool. on like, like yeah that's awesome i'll check them out yeah, i've um i no, grew up on. listening to a lot of the, the uh fat records bands for sure and obviously no effects is is another inspiration of mine so yeah. but yeah I'll, I'll give them a listen i haven't paid attention to a lot of the, no, the fat records stuff in a while so i gotta get back well, to we um i mean the last episode we had we had like yodam from useless id i don't know if you've heard of that band they're an israeli punk rock so, band yeah. but he's got a good good relationship with fat um, Fat Mike are on Fat Records nice. now. And they have not done a lot, a lot recently, but um, they've been around for like what twenty four, twenty six years or something. Chris, wow. yeah, something like that. Um, and he was talk, he was talking about how he's like been staying on Fat Mike's ranch, basically. And uh, you know, it sounds oh fucking, it sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna yeah. say, what would living on Fat Mike's ranch be like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said it's a, a wild one. It's a mixture of kind of music, musicians and music people mixed in with like S&M shit and like... <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, that'd be so, an experience and a half. I reckon <laughs> so. I reckon so. Yeah. I've, um, I've been listening to that band Magnolia Park a bit. Have you, do you know them, oh, Tyler? Oh, yeah. I do know them. Yeah they're, yeah, they're really, really cool, and they're yeah. they're blowing up. They're blowing up for sure. They're 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 uh they're, they're getting a lot of attention. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah, totally. It's just something about the way they're doing things. I think just makes them makes them stand out. I guess. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. We had them on the show a year ago, and it was fine and stuff. But like, you know, I didn't think that much of it or whatever. But it's just like yeah, yeah. 
ever since they started releasing stuff this year it's just like boom boom and now now they're on yeah. epitaph and stuff and i just think they're yeah, dude, bigger and bigger. They're, they're, they're huge for sure that's fucking awesome that's happy for them they're uh yeah. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be a big one of the bigger like upcoming pop punk bands for sure. <laughs> yeah, along with like oh, I've also listened been listening to a lot of uh, Hot Mulligan as well. They're another yeah. another very favorite band of mine for sure. And, yeah, um, Nick, have you listened to have you listened to Hot Mulligan much? Um, not a great deal. No, no, mm-hmm. no. I, I, yeah, like because again, they're very you know almost I'd say like youth fountain they are uh, like yeah, a big are. i mean but like in terms of like reddit and stuff people love them yeah like, i don't I, yeah i haven't got into it myself i mean i don't want to be too negative about them because i'd love to have them on the show or whatever but um yeah I, d- I don't know what what i'm missing but like yeah you're clear you're clearly with the majority though tyler like people oh yeah yeah I, I i i i think that i don't know I'm 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 definitely like there's there's some songs where like I'm super into and then obviously yeah. like like almost every band I listen to some songs don't gel as as well with me but the songs that like I really like like I really fucking like them so I don't know maybe there's just like select few but who knows to each their own <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, another thing I've just much like Nick that I've been blaring a lot the last couple of weeks is your song. Um, century that most that most recent yeah. one that's cool um, I'm, I'm glad that you like that one that's one of my favorites on the record so oh, nice man that riff is so catchy and obviously yeah. the hook in the chorus yeah dude <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel that i was a that was a wild one i started demoing that one probably beginning of 2020 mm-hmm. over the pandemic and i didn't know what the hell i was gonna do with it i didn't know if it would become a youth fountain song and um i was just like I started to feel inspired by the summer and then I, I would, while I, every day while I would be like working on like doing my jobs and shit and I would just be like listening to it and I would try to try to be writing lyrics to it and I came up with uh, I came up with all the lyrics while I was working so <laughs> yeah that was, it's, that was, that was it's cool. cool the lyrics are quite raw like yeah um... dude I, f- I feel that they're um, definitely uh, existential yeah feelings of life that's for sure and i'm happy with how it came out it's a catchy emo pop punk song (laughs) (laughs) so is the record gonna i mean i guess it feels weird asking this because anyone listening to this now will be able to hear it as i said before but like will the record have like like many things in that vein on it is that a good representation of the record it definitely is in much like the last record too it's um, a lot of stuff i write about is there's uh you know human condition feelings of just living man and just like being alive and what 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 us as uh humans kind of go through and the struggles that we face and you know also like stuff about relationships and friendships and just so much so much of that shit and that's kind of that's kind of what i've been always writing about i i never really write anything to to uh too happy <laughs> it's 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 not really ever something that's come to my mind when writing i everything that comes out is usually sad <laughs> so, yeah. i i mean what what's your writing process like then and i mean because i mean i, I guess it, f- f- the output for us is you know you've got some really anthemic songs obviously from lim- lyrical side they come from quite a you know you know sincere and deep place as well but yeah how, i mean how does how does that develop within your kind of because it's all all you and it yeah. comes out the other end like a big you know have this big sound 
kind of what's your what's your process in terms of writing and then building that and growing it into what what we hear on the other side it's usually just um uh i demo stuff on my laptop and i kind of come up with guitar riffs and i just record it really bare bones and i think of like a structure for a song and be like okay this come this is a cool intro riff so i'm gonna write a write a kind of a verse after this that's in the same key and i just kind of write it like that and then i kind of just go from there pre-chorus chorus go back to maybe a, a post-chorus and then i just kind of i kind of do that I, I write the the main idea of how a song should sound and like within like you make it between three and three and a half minutes sometimes it can be longer or shorter yeah. but um after that then I kind of program drums and I write the drum parts. I'm like, okay, well, this could be like this accents on the on there, and I just kind of like program everything. So I'm clicking everything, and I I kind of come up with the ideas like that. And then once I have the drum sounding like pretty solid, I'm like, okay, this sounds like uh, it sounds like a song. And now I'm gonna record the guitars really well. They're better than scratch tracks, and then I'll put bass over it. And then I'm like, look at that. I got I got a song, <laughs> so that's usually how I go about writing. Uh, and and your your lyrics kind of come at the end. Yeah, lyrics the end of your process. Yeah, lyrics have have lately come at the end. There's been odd okay. times, like for the song "Rose Colored Glass." I remember writing like the chorus. I just had my acoustic guitar and I was just writing, and I, the lyrics just kind of came to me. Yeah. There's been odd times where I've where I've written like that, but but usually I. I feel like my my stronger songs. I always come up with the guitar riffs, and then I just kind of write the 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 whole. You know, you build the sound. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, because I mean, I guess you know, ten years ago, it probably never never no. started that way, and like Definitely not you know, the tools the tools that are available now enable you to grow and develop that sound. Yeah. By yeah. yourself and, on a computer and, and like. Exactly, yeah. dude. And Approach everyone, is different. I feel like, yeah, and I'm, of course, every every artist has a different kind of way of doing things, and and it's funny. Uh, I think I think it's also cool to to try writing different ways, like because you can kind of get a different sound and a different a different kind of like you know overall just like tone of a song if it was written with like a whole band together yeah or if it was with written with your acoustic guitar in a room and it's kind of funny i that's how i kind of feel and so i'd like to try different ways but for this record and for the last and it's been mostly that way but who knows maybe i'll try different ways and i'll come up with uh some different sounding songs but for now i'll, I'll stick with what's working i guess <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's interesting in the sense that you know you do a lot of your acoustic stuff as well, so it's like you're yeah. going back, you're going backwards, like in that sense, and you know, exactly and that you've 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 grown it on a computer and built that sound, and then actually yeah. you're, you're stripping it back down to your exactly good, you and your acoustic guitar. Yeah, I think cool. I think I've I'm a strong believer too in like if a song sounds cool acoustic, it'll sound it'll sound great as a full band. Right. I think that that I think that's like a good almost philosophy to think about <laughs> if a song yeah, is really cool acoustically like at first it'd be like okay this will be a cool full band song too yeah and so i, I think i think it's good to start out writing and on just acoustic guitar and just like fucking as raw as possible so yeah <laughs> so records out tomorrow we've got the live stream happening later well what else have you got planned sort of around this weekend and the big release of the 
yeah sophomore record totally um it's been just a lot of like press like i'm chatting with you guys i've been been talking uh i talked to rock sound yesterday oh nice that was cool um it's um just a lot of like press stuff um we also are planning a hometown show on december 11th i hope it happens Uh, so far it seems like it's happening so that'll be cool to play a hometown show yeah Uh, i haven't played a show in a fucking hot minute so (laughs) that'll be exciting um other than that just getting ready to go to europe in february and hopefully book some more tours in the new year and keep pushing the record and try to get it heard to as many people as possible that's that's the plan there nice man i'm looking forward to hearing it yeah yeah definitely i I bet february will come around quick as well so oh dude it's like already a couple like months away so i I still need to buy plane tickets (laughs) (laughs) i still need to figure out how the fuck i'm getting there so (laughs) (laughs) well what's what's the situation in canada at the moment in terms of like live music venues opening and Uh, having gigs i mean we're 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 all good here now on that that sense yeah i mean it seems like um you have to like wear a mask and it seems like everything's being like you got to sit down i think i don't think that there's any like you're not allowed to mosh and like have like like no one could be standing so i've heard but we'll okay. see we'll see once like <clears throat> the december 11th show comes around i have no idea what to expect but that's what i've heard i i, I haven't even been to a show or anything the um actually <laughs> The, the the my first um event that i've been to was a few weeks ago and you guys are gonna laugh at this go on uh the first event that i went to post pandemic was seeing john cleese <laughs> from you know, monty python i was not i was not expecting that i was like going through all the things in my head what, what was this gonna be but yeah i didn't I think it was see... gonna be basil faulty <laughs> no no i got I, I got to go see john cleese do uh do a Pop punk set, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. I was. Uh, it was. Was, was it good? I, was I, it? Oh, dude, it was fucking awesome. It was cool seeing him and like he's really old now, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking. Yeah. He's he he's getting there, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was cool to see and just hear what he has to say about all of his like I don't know skits with Monty Python and, and Faulty Towers. Yeah. Yeah. That was sweet, but that was my introduction back to being in a crowded room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this 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 show that's supposed to happen on December 11th is that acoustic or is it going to be no, it's full, full band? band. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. so if that's yeah. seated still, people just having to sit watch you. How, how do you feel about that? Cause, oh, uh, dude, it'll be fucking weird. Yeah. I, I'll feel like I'm I'll feel like I'm playing like a high school show again. Yeah. You know, like God damn it. I'm going to make lots of jokes about it. <laughs> It'll be kind of weird like that, but um Yeah. I don't know. If people come out and it does well, like I'm happy to play. Yeah, you'd you know? be happy it'll to be, be there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be it'll be exciting. So, we'll we'll see. Um again, I don't even want to get my hopes up at this point just because of life, but <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I I reckon this could be a good place to wrap things up, Nick, unless yeah. uh, um you had anything else, Nick? No, no. Like say, yeah, we're looking forward to yeah, hearing everything. And, absolutely, yeah. and I know, I know, you've got your thing later, Tyler, as well. So yeah, yeah, I got, I got a lot of um, yeah, a lot of prepping to do and posting and trying to remind people and getting any last minute tickets sold because that's definitely important. <laughs> nice, nice. 
yeah, yeah man well um fucking thanks for having me on and thanks um, for coming on honored to to be a part of this and chat and just talk about talk about the band it's been yeah fun. no i really appreciate it man and i I didn't i'll look at your dates properly and if you're coming through london i'll make it i'll, I'll make an effort to come out and see you so i'd love that yeah i hope to get that. to meet you in person which would be cool sick cool well thank you so much guys and yeah uh, you're welcome i guess uh have a have a good night i think it's around nighttime where you guys are. it is <laughs> yeah. yeah we're nearly at 7 p.m and you know oh, it's, it's long been dark so yeah it's night now oh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Nice right, one. Man. Thanks, Tyler. Cool. Thanks for your Cheers, time, man. mate. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, yeah, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, we'd love it if you could subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or any, anywhere like that. Um, also, check us out on social media. If you, if you just search for Wasting Time Podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, give us a like or a follow on any of those. And also, we love hearing from listeners as well. So um, feel free anytime to drop us an email at thewastingtimepodcast at gmail.com. Or obviously, you can message us on social media as well. But um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. So